Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. My name is Miles Dawson. I'm your host today and uh, we're going to be keeping with the topic of the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the ICT industries across MIR. Uh, but for today's podcast, we're going to be looking at the life sciences industry. And for that, uh, we'll be turning once again to our wonderful team of health insights analysts, uh, one of which we have on the phone with us today. Hello, Nino. How are you? Hi, Miles. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good. I wonder if you could uh, give our listeners a quick introduction to yourself and your role at IDC. Right. So, hi everyone, and thank you for listening in. Uh, my name is Nino Gigwashvili, and I'm a senior research analyst at IDC Health Insights Europe, and I take care of research and advisory services on digital transformation in healthcare and life sciences. Fantastic. Well, it's lovely to have you here. Um, my first question is going to be um, about the role of the industry. So I'd love to understand um, in, in, in the context of the pandemic and the, the fight against COVID-19, what role do you think the life science industry is playing? So the life sciences industry is right at the front line of the battle, obviously together with healthcare and public health organizations. So pharma and life sciences organizations are the ones expected to operate at their full speed to support the extraordinary medical needs in Europe and worldwide, working in several major directions. Uh, Firstly, in the area of developing lab tests and diagnostic solutions to support early detection and diagnosis of COVID-19, Uh, Well, early detection and diagnosis is of supreme importance in epidemic control, as you know, since it allows us to provide timely treatment as well as proceed faster with identification, isolation and diagnosis of patient contacts in order to effectively contain the infection spread. Uh, but at the same time, life sciences organizations have to keep the supply of pharmaceutical products and medical equipment at adequate levels, both for emergency use as well as to support the ongoing needs. And this has proved to be a major challenge in current emergency, really. And last but not least, as we know, no specific antiviral treatment or vaccine against the new coronavirus has been identified yet. So here, pharma has the most critical mission to accomplish, I guess, uh, with the whole world looking forward and all eyes being on pharma as the industry searches for the remedy. Absolutely. I mean, you you can't turn the news on these days without without hearing an update about the vaccine and seeing lots of new um, releases from life science companies. So you're absolutely right. But earlier in your your answer, you mentioned some some challenges that are facing. So I'd love to hear a bit more about the the critical challenges that the industry is facing in in fighting the um, the uh, the pandemic. Uh, right. So uh, first and foremost, uh, the industry needs to operate at its full speed and full capacity and in many directions in parallel. Right. So in order to support the emergency needs and the challenges are at two main levels, I would say. First, uh, in terms of research and development, obviously the key challenge is related to the fact that we're dealing with a new new pathogen, a new virus, uh, whereby no robust information and no specific antiviral treatment is available yet, as you already mentioned. So pharma and life sciences need to move ahead very fast and in several directions at the same time to develop diagnostic tools, to discover new therapeutics or vaccines, or both actually, uh, and to identify potentially effective therapies among those already approved or investigational medicines with the hope to repurpose them for the effective use against COVID-19. 
And on the other hand, pharma companies are facing a challenge with keeping up with their R&D plans in non-COVID areas. As one might expect, the pandemic has caused a major shift of focus from many other therapeutic areas to research on COVID-19, right? Uh, with all stakeholders, industry organizations, healthcare authorities, international donors prioritizing and redirecting resources to R&D on the new coronavirus. And as a result, pharma companies have hard time proceeding with their ongoing research activities and keeping clinical trials in their in in other therapeutic areas up and running. Oh wow! So so in terms of an internal reorganization, that's that's it's a it's a vast piece of work, isn't it? To kind of revamp your entire R and D organization towards one goal. Right, exactly. And we will come to that point later on. However, um, a second area I wanted to mention in terms of uh, vast challenges are the pressures that are mounting on the industry in terms of safeguarding supply chain operations. And as as you might imagine, these are extremely challenging times for the suppliers of both pharmaceutical and medtech products. So life sciences companies today need to meet the exact demand for a variety of products created by the pandemic itself, uh, for example, to ensure adequate supply of critical devices such as ventilators, diagnostic solutions, personal protective equipment and so on. But at the same time, they also need to find ways to maintain reliable, safe and secure delivery of medications and products for regular ongoing use. And on the top of that, the industry will also need to prepare for expanding their production and distribution capacities for those future therapies and products that are currently under investigation. Definitely, definitely. So given these challenges, uh, what would you say is, is the real key to success here? Uh, right. Uh, well, the success of the industry will depend on the wide scale availability and interoperability of data, scalability of infrastructures and solutions, and agility and resilience of supply chain operations, all led by broadly shared harmonized vision. Handling the pandemic requires life sciences organizations to rapidly mobilize and boost their capabilities across a broad range of tasks and business areas. And this can only be achieved, in my view, uh, by expanding the collaboration with other industry organizations and all uh, all relevant stakeholders to a truly global scale and by harnessing the power of technology to enable such extended collaborative efforts. So, uh, for example, one of the biggest challenges in dealing with this pandemic that is caused by a new pathogen is the scarcity of data, right? And in this context, it's imperative that life sciences companies make the best use of all available data assets collected from around the world. And here, the value of technology cannot be emphasized enough. For instance, uh, technologies as cloud can support secure sharing of data and analytic capabilities and ensure immediate access to them for many researchers across the broad R&D ecosystems on a wide scale. Uh, as another example, collaborative machine learning technologies can be of great help for accelerating research efforts in life sciences. Um, for example, federated learning technologies can be applied to train AI models on large volumes of decentralized data that are owned by different companies. So in this model, only the algorithms travel, not the data. So large-scale collaboration becomes possible without compromising privacy and security of proprietary data. 
So thanks for that. Um, and one of the things that you've mentioned earlier uh, before we started recording was that your your health insights team has published a study um, where you offer a guidance framework called the reverse COVID-19 fast track uh, for life sciences. So I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit more about what this approach is all about and whether you can provide some concrete suggestions uh, or some guidance to life science organisations who may be listening. That's right. Um, so our uh, health insights team has just published a study called the Life Sciences Fast Track to Combating COVID-19 in Europe. And in this study, we provide guidance to life sciences companies in a framework approach, which we have named as Reverse COVID-19 Fast Track for Life Sciences. The framework calls for taking industry efforts to scale across five key pillars that is data, infrastructure, vision, operations, and collaboration. So let me tell you a bit more about the framework. So the first pillar is about data at scale. Data and analytics are really key weapons in this battle against the pandemic. The success of the industry efforts will depend on the ability to harness the power of multi-source data, including real-world data, at largest possible scale. And here, leveraging cloud-based collaborative platforms and putting in place information management and secure data exchange strategies that focus on data quality, interoperability, and accessibility will be absolutely essential to fast track the industry efforts against the pandemic. Uh, the next pillar is about the importance of infrastructure at scale. Life sciences companies will need to establish scalable, high-performing and secure ICT infrastructures in order to ensure the rapid deployment of new extended collaborative and work models. Going forward, it's important to have a vision that is shared on a broad scale with other industry organizations, research and tech partners in order to accelerate the efforts. Uh, the next pillar is about operations at scale. The expanded ecosystems in life sciences will present new complexities in terms of processes and stakeholders' interdependence. So the industry needs to optimize and automate operations, leveraging new and more sophisticated automation toolkit technologies such as RPA, workflow integration platforms, AI, and the related business and IT services. And finally, this brings us to the need for mastering collaboration at scale. Well, collaboration is not a new concept for life sciences, of course. However, the COVID-19 pandemic has made it an absolute urgency that the life sciences industry adopts more mature models of collaboration these days. So these are the five key pillars of our reverse COVID-19 framework. Um, and by the way, these pillars can be acronymized as the reversed acronym of COVID, that is DIVOC, uh, I guess. So D for data, I for infrastructure, V for vision, O for operations, and C for collaboration at scale. Hope this makes it easier to memorize, Miles. <laughs> it does, thank you. And um, of course, any of our listeners can um, check the description of the podcast below. If they want to learn more about that because we do have a link to the report down there. So, um, Nina, this has been a great conversation, but I just want to ask you for one final um one final thought before you go, what should the key takeaways be for um, the industry leaders that are listening? Yes, um, so I would say intelligently leveraging new and emerging technologies to enable multi-stakeholder collaboration at the largest possible scale is the key. 
mastering collaboration by leveraging technology solutions such as secure cloud-based collaboration platforms will be instrumental for the industry to mobilize critical capabilities fast and achieve the necessary scale, scope and speed of efforts at all fronts, from drug discovery and development to supply chain operations. Life sciences organizations must also look beyond the current emergency and start building contingency plans for adapting to the new normal. So I suppose the organizations that manage to realize the power of digital technology to enable intelligent collaboration at scale will be best positioned to succeed during the crisis times and also beyond. Well, Nina, thank you very much. This has been a stimulating conversation and it's really interesting to hear um, how these organisations will be changing and the challenges that they'll be facing. So thank you very much for coming on our podcast today, but I'm afraid that is all the time we have. Um, once again, I'd like to thank Nina for helping us out today and hopefully to our listeners, um, you found this interesting. I know this is this is at the forefront of the battle against COVID, so it's really timely for us to have this conversation. Uh, please do share your thoughts. Um, head over to our pages on, on Twitter on LinkedIn or our page on SoundCloud um, and add some comments. We'd love to hear your opinions and thoughts. And please do subscribe. Um, We are releasing more content about the pandemic as time goes on and as new insights have come up. So please do look for it. Um, Thank you all very much for listening. I wish you all good health and uh, see you next time. Thank you. Thank you very much, Miles. Thank you, everyone. Thanks again for listening in.